not breathe a word of this to anyone. Amanda, do you have any idea what you're doing? Yeah. Saving children. We have to destroy it. Are you crazy? That's my life's work. A witch hunt machine? Jesus, Whit. You were being so naive. Yeah. This is about saving people here in the real world. Okay guys, ready? Ready. 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 Stage one, gain interior access without causing alarm. What are you doing? Elves get a 20% bonus when hiding. Behind a lamp? Elves are skinny bastards. Okay, my turn. These guys have had 15 years to solve this without players. They failed. Do you guys remember the story of the gamers that disappeared from their table 15 years ago? Urban legend that's mm -hmm. as fake as the steam tunnel scare. Actually, this one's all true. And you're holding their original character sheets right now. Rogar, former barbarian scourge of West Haven, now a convicted felon twice over and a homeless alcoholic with an anger problem. What the hell, Megan? I have an idea but it's going to take all of us working together. The main controls for the university's surveillance system are housed in the server room. Where's my feed, Magellan? Magellan will hack into the system, which should give us access to the campus security. Why can't I just use another spell? Hacking, magic, just do your thing. Why'd you steal his pants? Which games do you remember forever? The ones where your character wins some imaginary gold? Or the ones where they grew into something greater than the stats on a character sheet? This warrior is better off living drunk in the city park than being controlled by a... the mere gamer. Conscripted by a secret organization, a group of strangers is loaded into experimental metapods, hurtling their souls across dimensions and into unsuspecting avatars. With each trip across reality, these newly minted metapilots gain access to unique powers and abilities, slowly transforming them into true masters of the metaverse.
Hey, everybody, it's Meta Monday. Welcome to Masters of the Metaverse here on the Zombie Orpheus Entertainment <laughs> Channel here on Twitch. Yeah, I've got uh, a full virtual studio today with all kinds of people in it. Can't wait for you to see them all. We've got Lisa Coronado in the studio with us virtually today. We've got Luke Abinson in the studio virtually with us today. Sean Franklin and Christian Doyle. Hi. Uh, what what, course, uh, what a bunch of of folks! Good yes. heavens, it's quite the group we have. We got Mark uh, straining himself on tech. The poor guy has been running like a madman to get all these virtual streams going. We couldn't do it without him. Mark's the best. So, uh, what is Masters of the Metaverse? Why it's only the most interactive live stream RPG on the planet. That's right. Nothing else like it out there. And how is it that way? Well, first of all, we've got our store, and I'm going to take a minute today, and I'm going to go over the items that are available in our store. We, of course, have meta points, which our characters can use to adjust themselves on their slider in whichever direction they feel like moving at the time. We've got moments of clarity for those times when you just really need to use a, make a skill check. You get to roll 2d8 on that skill check. For that roll, when you use a moment of clarity, no matter what the skill is, you get to roll the lowest dice. doesn't matter where you are on the slider. You just get to use the low dice on it. We have personality disorder. For the fans out there, if you want to push them in one direction on the slider or the other, you can make them go in a direction by buying a personality disorder. Feel like you want somebody to be more full avatar? Push them to full avatar. It's up to you. And then, of course, we have all of our lovely buffs for our characters. We've got Tessa on the show today who has Ms. Haxor for her buff. Now, uh, this lets her either target multiple opponents on her next attack without penalty or grant every ally a three-point bonus on their next roll. Or you can use your buff, any character can use their buff, to put themselves anywhere on the pilot avatar slider that they want to be, anywhere they want. For... Uh, her brother, Crash Jackson, he has Haxor, which uh, allows him to target multiple opponents on his next attack roll without penalty, or, as I mentioned previously, put himself anywhere on the slider. Uh, we've got Badass for John Stone that allows him to ignore all damage dealt to him on a turn or place himself anywhere on the slider. For Wyatt Maxwell, we have Prison Rules. Wyatt can forego his dodge bonus to make a counterattack against any opponent who succeeds at hitting him during the round, or he can put himself anywhere on the slider. We've already got another meltdown in the store, which has our uh, pilots swap avatars for a short period of time. Any kind of craziness can happen when that goes down. There are system shocks. If you uh, don't like them where they're sitting on the slider and just want to randomly figure out where they're going to go, buy a system shock. And when I feel like it, I'll throw that out there and they can go anywhere at random on that slider. We have a uh, team up, which requires two pilots. They uh, declare that they're using it. And when they do so, uh, they get to act on the best initiative of the two of them and use the best skill result for the two of them doing a combined action. It is the ultimate and teamwork for our pilots. There's my personal favorite, the rule of cool, for uh, absolutely defying physics and doing the most crazy, wild, and incredible things. And then you at chat get to vote on who succeeds. Oh, I someone is screen sharing us. <laughs> and then we've got uh, the hack attack. If uh, you you really just want to add something and you uh, don't know 
what or maybe want to add uh, any kind of craziness, you can do that with a hack attack. You can add talking, transforming stagecoaches that turn into submersibles. Yeah, you can add talking Winnebago's that are robots. There's there is no end to the limit of things that you can add with a hack attack. And uh, now we've got all that cleared up. There are also the uh, Patreon polls, and I have poll results if you guys want to hear about them. The yeah. Patreon polls allow them to affect every game every week. So this week for the Patreon polls, Christian, you get uh, plus 30 health and plus seven to a roll from uh, chat votes this week. Wow, seven. Plus seven to anyone rule for us. Uh, Sean, you get plus 20 health and plus two to a roll for today. Anytime you want to use that plus two, you go ahead and use it. Uh, for Lisa, you get plus 20 health and plus five to a roll at any one time you want to use it today. Luke, you get plus 10 health and plus 5 to a roll anytime you want to use that. And uh, they decided to grant me plus 30 health and plus 2 to a roll whenever I want to use it today. I'm feeling uh, rather blessed by that. I usually get left out on the vote, and I seem to have done much better than usual on that one. Um, speaking well, of Patreon, I'm both, I'm both pleased and offended. <laughs> Speaking of Patreon, I have some special backers that I'd like to thank. Ian Goldblatt, thank you. Good to see you Frank back Tuttle. on the channel, Lisa. Thank you. And Ryan Morrison, for thank chaos. you. All of our shows are funded entirely by you guys. Without you, our viewers, contributing, watching, and being Patreon members, we couldn't bring you all these shows and all these streams, and we thank you for it. So let's uh, go ahead and move forward. Uh, Dreams and Nightmares, our new season of Masters of the Metaverse, continues tonight. Last week, we learned from the Chronicler Monday that all of the stories that she hears across the Metaverse will soon come to a sudden, simultaneous, and unexplained end. With such dire news, Crash Jackson and several of his allies have met with travelers from across the Metaverse, trying to discern the nature of this threat. And while not much information was gained, they did learn that strange happenings have been occurring across the Metaverse. Pilots disappearing, strange encounters and events to those that are traveling the Metaverse, and other unexplained phenomena. Following this trail, the most recent reports come from a Metaverse 00761, where travelers reported strange encounters with the residents who are natural denizens there. Using their home base of Archangel Island, our heroes prepare to enter that metaverse and seek out the truth behind these strange stories and this possible threat to all of the metaverse. And our heroes prepare their journey. You're all back together again for the first time in a while. Good uh -oh. to see you back on the channel, Lisa. Hashtag Tessa buff time for chaos. Hashtag system shock, hashtag meta meltdown, I mean dreams or nightmares, chaos can only make it better. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. Yeah. Oh, wow. that is wonderful. Thank you, chat. Thank you. Amazing. Yay. Thank you so much, chat. So, uh, Tessa, Wyatt Maxwell, Crash Jackson, and John Stone are the... Uh, pilots to gather together that crash has gathered for this uh, mission some of you haven't seen each other in a while some of you have you might have a little bit to talk about yes indeed lots to talk about good lord 
So, uh, Rash, you got us all here. What's going on? What or who is trying to end the world now? I think you're muted. Speak, man. Speak. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just know something, and I, I don't know what or how. Hashtag hack attack. I have no particular evil in mind, I swear. Shame about what Ras <laughs> doing to wire toe. <laughs> huh. Don't know if I believe in the benevolency of that statement. <laughs> no, I, I, I trust that it's fully awful. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know exactly what's happening. I just know that something is going to stop everything from happening, and I don't know what it is. Have, have, My have, God, that is so informative and uninformative at the same point. I know. You know, Crash, you tend to know more than you let on. This isn't one of those times. All I know is we talked to somebody who has, you know, who knows a lot of things, right? And they said everything they know is stopping. And you trust this person? Yeah. Okay, it's good enough for me. I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, <clears throat> I'm Wyatt. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> Or are you talking to me? Oh, Wyatt. Yep, amongst others. Wyatt, I'm sorry. That is my sister, Tessa. Yeah. That's your sister? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, apologies for my coarse language. Fuck doesn't um, bother me. Hello, Tessa. Um, whom is this other person? John? John! Lovely. Okay, so now we don't have that weirdness in front of us. <laughs> is there any other information you can give us? Crash. The metaverse you're going to, it just goes by a numerical designation, 00761. 00761. So we know nothing about it. Other than there have been a lot of Man. strange reports that, that of people disappearing, the people who are live there naturally, like the, the actual like residents of that metaverse, acting strangely. Just strange events. All right. I say let's do it. I need to get my mind off of dad. So... Let's do it. Uh, let's uh, get ourselves connected again. We're back. All right. So you might want to bring that fact up again there, Tessa. Um, I'm in. I, I want to get my mind off of Dad, and this sounds like a nice adventure. So let's do it. What about Dad do you want to get your mind off of? The, the, that he didn't – he sacrificed us to go to prison? Like, who does that? I'm still not okay with him. I'm not over it. Yeah, it was really shitty. I'm sorry. Super shitty. We're like 
collateral to him. So pieces, game pieces. We're game pieces. That's we what are. You can only count on each other. <laughs> That's incredibly uh, well and deep gamed. Let's do it. I want to shoot some stuff. I don't know if this is a shooting metaverse or not, but if it is, we are going to shoot so many things. If it's not, then I'll slap people. I still got my hands. Hopefully. <laughs> this is going to be fun or really, really terrible. Either way, I'm glad you're here. I'm so glad I'm here. It's been a while, brother. John, a while. John Stone? Yep. Uh, you're... Uh, you don't have to do pods anymore? Is that right? Yeah. One of the uh, side effects of being mostly machine now is that, no, I don't actually have to have a pod. I mean, I guess it's lucky. Well, let's try and get you hooked up with something good while we're out here, okay? The gooder, the better. So this Matt guy, I mean, you seem to be here. Matt? You, say, you mean Wyatt? Excuse me, Wyatt. Mm -hmm. um, what's your story? Yeah, How I know you're not talking about me. Well, I just want to know what makes you useful. Why, why the hell do we have you in our midst for all this? Oh, good heavens. Uh, there's no reason. <laughs> I mean, I mean, what are you, what are you talking about? Well, I assume since you've been brought to us, that you have some kind of skill or knowledge that'll be useful. Wyatt has a very valuable mind. Hmm. A wine, wine. A mind is a terrible thing to waste. So. He's good at working within systems and outside of them. John. You're a hacker. John, John, Wyatt was in Project Metaverse with me. I remember him. Uh, it's it's so funny. Uh, like I literally uh, was was playing D and D online um, with another group of folks on Saturday, and every one of them was uh, playing a a multi class nonsense character. And I said, guys, just do what you do. Like, this is not difficult. I mean, come on, just just play what you play. What are you babbling about? Nonsense. I'll shut up. You know oh. my brother. You know who I Okay. You have a brother? Yeah, Wyatt. You know Eli, don't you? Sure. We're going to have to compare notes later. That'd be great. We should see where we're going. Yeah, let's get on the road. 
it might not be opportunity to talk when we get there. I mean, if we want to get some stuff out of the way first, that might be okay. I guess. Does anybody have things they need to talk about? Feelings and stuff? Anyone? Let's just find out why we're all civil here, right? Because Crap. you're the people for the job. You're who's available. Fair enough. So where are we going? Uh, all I know is the number of the metaverse. I'm assuming it is a version of Earth and not a super spacey one. Usually we get little tingles from stuff that's way off. But I'm not catching anything too far off from what we have here. Could be anywhere or when. But I'm excited to find out. All right. You climb into your metapods, except for John Stone, who doesn't seem to need a metapod to do this. Setting forth the proper settings that Crash has, and the white light surrounds you as you are transported in the metaverse and placed in the bodies of avatars. Let's uh, hop to John Stone first. Uh, first and foremost, uh, John, you are immediately put into full avatar. If uh, I could get Mark on tech to move John Stone into full avatar, that would be great. And uh, before I explain to anyone what's going on in your current situation, would you please tell them uh, a little bit about Benjamin, your avatar? Sure. So uh, Benjamin's little special. Uh, Benjamin is not alone. Benjamin happens to have multiple personalities, which are he himself and uh, his brothers, Harold, Andrew, George, and Thomas, all being distinctly different people with distinctly different uh, skills. Excellent. Benjamin, you're hungry, and you're not sure when they brought you food last. You've been having your episodes again. It's hard to remember anything, really, except the things you don't want to remember. The screams and yelling outside of your cell are much louder than when you remember being here last. And there's a, a foul odor in the air, one you recognize. Death. A low voice can be heard outside of your cell. So hungry. Followed by grotesque sounds. Uh, you don't even want to think about them. Slurping and loud chewing. So hungry. Need more. Then a face appears in the tiny barred window of your cell door, splattered with blood and a mouthful of what looks like human flesh. Need meat. The door unbolts and slowly slips open. A massive, obese figure looms in the door, spattered in blood. Intestines hang from his arms and in his hands, bits of bloody flesh dropping from his mouth. Meat, he says as he takes a step towards you in the cell. Let's uh, cut to Michael. Uh, will you go ahead and put Crash into full avatar? Crash, will you tell us a little bit about Michael before we get started? I believe you're muted again. Uh, Michael is everything. I mean, he's he's Michael. He is Michael, the Archangel Michael. He is here to defend uh, heaven and earth against the forces of evil. 
He was spoken to by God and uh, realized through God's word that he was uh, this mortal shell that holds him is but a vessel and that he is the spirit of the archangel Michael. Bringing healing and, and kindness to the righteous and punishment to the wicked. Excellent. The uh, poor wounded souls of this place have grown louder in the past two days. And none of the negligent, uncaring men who provide for their food or their basic needs have been seen in the same amount of time. Something is terribly wrong. You can feel it within. A darkness is growing here. Outside of your cell, someone approaches. Their footfalls are soft and uneven. Heavy breathing follows. Then a loud thud on the door, followed by another loud thud. More footfalls approach. I want the angel's wings. No, they're mine. I was here first. Then a roar followed by sounds of fighting. Oh, dear. Creeping up to the window, you can peer through it and see there's inmates, one on top of the other, stabbing him repeatedly with a scalpel-like device, blood fountaining from the wound, splattering all over the white clothes. As the man beneath him goes still, save for a few spasms, he turns his blood-spattered face towards the cell door. I want your wings, angel. I'm going to fly away. Let's uh, cut to Sarah. Before we uh, get started on Sarah's vision, will you, uh, Tessa, tell us a little bit about Sarah Lockwood? Yeah. So Sarah Lockwood was born poor and uh, started apprenticing with a watchmaker in her, in her teen years. And when her parents died, she moved in with the watchmaker and they had this beautiful piano. And she took a liking to it and taught herself how to make pianos and made a small fortune from it. Uh, and fell in love with a man named Franklin, and he was perfect in every way, and they married really quick, and he swindled her out of her fortune by having her committed against her will as a lie to a mental institution. The room is cold and plain and all too familiar. It has been Sarah Lockwood's view for a very long time now. The screams and gibbering madmen outside of the cell continue to claw and tear at your ears and mind. Is madness contagious? You've begun to suspect that perhaps it is. Something is amiss in Thatcher Asylum. The orderlies who bring your meals and empty your chamber pot haven't come by in more than two days. Hunger is gnawing at your belly. Strange as well, the usual nightly appearance of patrolling orderlies outside the cell haven't seen those either. And the gibbering madmen in their cells seem to have grown louder and louder in the stillness. Occasionally, the sound of shuffling feet passes your door. There is something very, very wrong here. I think we might have lost Luke. Okay, thank you. You can hear a voice outside of your cell door. Would you, uh, as you approach it, you can hear somebody repeating over and over again, shut up, shut up, shut up, followed by a squishy thudding type noise. It sounds very disgusting. Let's see if we can get luke back in here sorry is this coming through 
Oh, we've got audio. We just need video now. Got your uh, video on there? Okay. I apologize for the technical difficulties, folks. It'll be just a moment. I see him listed up here. Sorry, is this coming? We're getting out. Oh, there you are. You are back. All right. Sorry oh, about that, is folks. This... We got you back. Lovely. Uh, Sorry about sorry. that, folks. All right. Let's uh, cut to uh, Wyatt Maxwell in the body of Timothy and his cell. And uh, you go ahead, Mark, and put everyone to full avatar on their sliders, please. Uh-oh. Before we begin with your circumstances, Timothy, you uh, want to tell us a little bit about the uh, the avatar you're in there, Wyatt? Uh, certainly, I will be happy to do so. Now, when I was a child, um, my parents were uh, unfortunately dispatched. And uh, even before that, I I had uh, known that there was some folks that needed to go. Uh, they were simply bad humans, and it was incumbent upon myself to eliminate them. Now, I did not do so at that time, but I knew that they needed to be eliminated. So, I didn't take it upon myself until that time to do so. But I always knew that there were those folks that needed to be taken care of. So I took it upon myself to eliminate any and all of these folks that needed to be eliminated and uh, <laughs> the legal system did not agree with me but I knew what I had to do Timothy, this wretched... sorry continue oh, no oh no they were absolutely wretches 
And now I find myself <laughs> in a penitentiary uh, that scalds folks who are doing good. This wretched place grates at you, Timothy. You don't belong here. You are perfectly sane. It was insulting that your so-called benefactor thought that it would be a mercy to send you here to an asylum. But no matter. You've been plotting ways to escape since you arrived, waiting for the opportunity. Perhaps this is it. The orderlies haven't come in nearly two days. No food, no water, no check-ins. And the, growl and the growing sounds from outside, well, there has been violence. You can smell the sweet scent of fresh blood in the air. You heard the telltale sounds of death. It has awakened the hunger within you. You only need to get this bloody cell door open. Let's uh, cut back to Michael. The uh, door unbolts from the outside, swinging open, and the blood-covered man takes a step in towards you, holding the vicious looking scalpel. I'm going to cut your wings off, angel. Those wings Wild will not fly angel. you to heaven, child. They will not fly you there. He has the strangest <laughs> look in his eyes. He has the look of presumed innocence. <laughs> I, I I get all the way to the back of the cell. He keeps coming closer and closer, holding that crude-looking scalpel in his hand. The scalpel is a tool to heal people, not a weapon. I'm going to cut you. And then he lunges forward, thrusting the scalpel at him. Ah! I am not a ninja! But his uh, swing is just a little bit wild, and it's too short ends up cutting the, the white shirt that you're wearing open instead of the flesh. I'll uh, have you roll initiative with me there, Michael. Okie doke. I've got an 11 on this side. Uh, I've got 19-20. You will be uh, reacting first before he has a chance to swing that scalpel again. All right, I'm going to uh, attempt to disarm him of the scalpel. All right, give me a fighting check, please. And uh, I'm on eights because I'm all the way avatar, correct? Yep, you're on eights on your avatar sheet. I made my fighting check by one. That is good enough as he does not have a dodge bonus. So you are able to grab hold of him, and we're going to make a opposed either athletics or body checks. In his case, it's a body check to try and keep the weapon. All right, I'm going to use athletics because I have that skill. Three, two, five. Succeed by five? No, 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 I rolled five. I'm sorry, I, I succeed by seven. Oh, that uh, is a much better success than his, and you are able to grab his arm and wrist and wrench the scalpel out of his hands. All right. I don't think I have any other. Yeah, that's all I've got for this round. All right. He is going to attempt to tackle you to the ground and try and wrestle the scalpel back. 
But you easily push him off of you. He's a bit smaller than you and does not have your physicality. Uh, so I, I am. You are on yourself. The same uh, stuff, but I'm happy to roll. Oh, you are um, in your own cell in a in a different cell there. <laughs> Timothy, we'll get to yourself shortly, I promise. Oh, no, that's fine. Each person is in their own individual cell. All right. Uh, he is, is he on the ground or? Uh, not quite. He's kind of down on one knee. You just shoved him off of him when he tried to grab hold of you. But he doesn't look like he's giving up. He looks like he's going to come after you again. All right. Uh, I'm. What kind of a room is this? Is like my uh, an actual? It's your, yeah, it's like a, a really, really Spartan cell. There is a, a built against the wall stone slab to use for a bed. There's a chamber pot to uh, do your business in. Oh, you, you had me at stone slab. That's where we're going with his face. Okay. We're gonna give him the old bed stuff. All right. Give me a fighting check, please. Maybe we want some hashtag meta point for this evening. Maybe alleviate some of the pain in the brain drain. On the other hand, I'm not sure what sharing the space would do. Thank you, chat. Thanks, chat. Beat it by three. Beat it by three. Again, he doesn't have a dodge bonus, so you slam his head against the stone, and he goes slack. He's not dead, but obviously thoroughly unconscious. He's going to have a terrible headache when he wakes up. It's okay. We'll give him time to pray. There's uh, all kinds of noises going on outside of your cell in the hallway. Well, I, I grip my tiny scalpel and I uh, make my way out into the general population. All right. Uh, there are bloodstains on the floors and walls out in the hallway. Several cell doors are open in both directions. Just down the hall from you, a, uh, a straight jacketed inmate is beating his head against the wall. Whisper, are saying over and over again, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. He has a horrible, ugly head wound. Does he usually do the shut up thing? Uh, you don't really recognize him. You're not, you, this asylum doesn't do a general population. You are generally kept isolated at all times. I see. Uh, back down the hall in another direction, as a grotesque sight is in view, there's an enormous obese man covered in blood, and he's standing in the doorway of, the, of a cell with intestines hanging from him. Behind him on the ground is another corpse bearing the look of one that has been eaten. Uh, there's laughter and screams and shouts of madmen coming from both directions down the hall. From both directions, so there's not really a good way out. Uh, I take the direction that is, you know, towards the entrance slash exit. Uh, you're not really sure which way that would be. It uh, God will lead me in the right direction. I'm going right. All right, that would be uh, past the uh, morbidly obese man. Oh, sure, give me the least room to work with. Well, he's uh, stepping into a cell at this moment. Oh, good. I will make sure when I go by to shut that door behind him. Ah. Yeah, he's stepping into a cell saying something about needing meat over and over again, and we will cut to Benjamin. The large man has stepped into the cell with you, the flesh falling out of his mouth as he comes near. You're pretty sure he intends 
Cheese, eat you. Man, I'm not quite cut out for this. My my brother Harold used to do all the fighting. He does all the he does all he does all the fighting. Come on, come on, big guy. Come in a little bit closer. Come All on. Right. He takes a step towards you, dropping the intestines from his hand and reaching forward like he wants to grab a hold of you. He's not moving particularly swiftly. Over his shoulder, you can see another inmate is walking by holding a scalpel. Um, so this guy that's after me, is he... Is he all there? Is he totally, what's his intellect? Is he like totally nothing or can he understand? You're not really sure. I mean, he he's obviously eating people. Yeah, so he's not all there, but he can understand. Okay, so I'm gonna, uh... oh, hey, hey, big guy, look, look behind you. Look, delicious. Look, food, food. Food? Just, just to distract him. He oh. turns and looks over his shoulder at uh, the passing inmate holding the scalpel. Why? And then I attack. Why would you do that? Uh, give me a fighting check. So I can, I can attack from behind, man. I'm a strategist. Harold's a soldier. Fighting check. Uh, no, it, it totally works. Beat it by five. Beat it by five. You step in and crack him over the back of the head solidly. And he falls to one knee, then down onto one hand. He's not unconscious, but you think you hurt him pretty badly. I'll uh, take initiative from you at this point. And uh, if you want to be involved in this at all, Michael, you are the man holding the scalpel. So I'll take an initiative from you. And as a reference point, uh, Sarah, you can hear this going on. And if you get up to your doorway and peek out of it, you can see this happening just at the cell adjacent to yours. Initiative is 12. All right. Uh, I've only got a five for the big man. Uh, he is like halfway down. I'm going to give him the old knee to face. All right. Give me a fighting check. He is clearly uh, far too high strung. Uh, beat it by six. You hit him over the back of the head, and whatever you did was enough, and he flattens out on the ground. His chest is still rising and falling, but he is face first in, in a puddle of blood from his previous victim, perhaps, or maybe ate him after he's dead. You're not really sure. But I, I look over at the patient, and I say, he will no longer try to harm you. It is safe. And you are observing all of this from uh, your cell window, Sarah Lockwood. And then I start flapping my arms and running away. <laughs> whoa, 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 hey, come back. Who? I, uh, I, I veer with, by dipping my wing and turning all the way around. Yes, my friend? Fear not. I am the Archangel Michael. I am the messenger of God. Come with me and I shall take you from this place and we shall seek freedom. If you unlock my cell, I'll come. I have heard your prayer, my child, and I am <laughs> flying to you as we speak. The uh, cells aren't locked. They're just barred from the outside. So anybody who's in the hallway can just open the door. It's uh, just meant to the inmates within cannot open them. 
Michael continues flapping his arms and tiptoe running over to where that cell is and lifts the bar. <laughs> That's uh, right next to the gentleman who is uh, beating his head against the wall saying, shut up, shut up, shut up, over and over again. Oh, next to that cell? Okay, I'm not going to open that cell. Okay. Help. Again, she is calling for help. Hello, hold yes. on while I land. All right. I landed. I lift the bar. All right. You open it up. Uh, it is. Uh, she's a little uh, unkempt for being in a cell, but it is. Fear a... not! You are in the presence of the Archangel Michael. And I go through the whole spiel again. <laughs> I run over and hug him super tight. <sighs> a friend! Hello, friend. Hi! <clears throat> I'm not crazy. Of course you're not. You believe who, me? Who told you that you were crazy? Everyone in here. Oh no, my child, you are clearly quite lucid. Follow me to the door. And I start flapping my arms and running down the hallway. Oh. oh. Hey, miss, who are you? My name's Sarah. And then I go grab my like miscellaneous tools that I've crafted from my cell room. And put him in my pocket. Excellent. My name is Sarah. I was wrongfully imprisoned in here. No one would listen to me. Uh, who, are you? who are you? And uh, at this point, I'm going to let uh, Wyatt Maxwell know, uh, Timothy, from your cell, you can see this all going on outside of your cell door. All these yeah. people conversing with each other. Apologies. Uh, yes. Um, so it's delightful that you were just outside your cell. Um, how are we all going to get out of this? The Lord has told me that we may leave under the cover of Armageddon. Also, I made a fake pregnancy stomach, and I'm going to shove it under my gown, and we'll pretend I'm going into labor. That is an excellent idea. Okay. The Archangel Michael will follow suit. Okay. Uh, Michael, I look around for a pillow. Uh, you'd have to get one from a cell. Uh, this gentleman is talking to you from a cell uh, uh, about your freedom. He seems to be interested in getting his own. I go up to his window and look, and like get my face very close to it, and I say, "May I borrow your pillow?" That is asked of you, Timothy, by a strange man in the hallway. D is that? Uh, I I I feel that is not a good idea. Just until we escape. I'll give it back when we're done. You can trust me. I'm an angel. Uh, okay, then I suppose we will do, do that. I'm going to have to let him out of son. I'll tell you what, my son. I will trade you that pillow for this knife. Oh, good grief. All right, then all. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> and it's fine. <laughs> I, I lift the bar, hand him the knife, and take the pillow. All right. 
You are now out in the hallway with these three other individuals, Timothy. There is a, a bloody corpse on the ground, an unconscious man, blood stains on the walls, and all the residents of this asylum on this particular floor. You can hear numerous of them screaming, laughing, howling, and making other sorts of strange noises. Christ! We have to get out of here. No, 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 no. Here we are. Uh, as needed, this totally isn't weird. At okay. that moment, Fuck! at that moment, a pair of uh, orderlies, or in the uniform, and crudgels splattered with blood. Ah, the fellow uniform, angels. Their uniforms are dirty and also covered in blood splatters. Both have deranged looks on their faces and huge, freakish grins. They immediately rush towards you with their clubs upraised. So you understand what we're going through. Hashtag Wyatt Buff Prison Rules for a Prison Fool's Cap for a Crown. Wouldst see the dunce drown and kneel in a pond? Then come and be calmed. Oh, thank you, chat. Thank you very much. I thank, need everyone to you. roll initiative at this time. That's going to be 2d12 to roll initiative. Do we have any meta points? There are currently four in the store. I would like to spend one. All right. Spending one and moving. Well, you can only go one direction.
subscription or payment to make it work. Right. To to uh, bring another thing into it, we might be yeah. back. Hang on, let's see. Are we back? Okay. Let's give messages from is that Discord? Yeah, it sounds like Discord messages. Yeah, because I don't think I have any. They can see oh, we good. are back. All right. So I was just getting everyone's initiative. Michael, with a 27, you will be going first. And as I was explaining to Sarah, these uh, orderlies that are rushing forward, they're usually in like perfect, tidy, neat white uniforms, like meticulously maintained. But here they are in uniforms covered in grime and blood and their crudgels, which are usually just kept at their side and only used in the absolute worst case of emergency, are also splattered with blood. And they have giant deranged smiles on their faces. There is oh something very wrong here. Michael, go ahead and start us out with a 27. All right. Uh, I, am <laughs> I am definitely going to go after both of these guys. All right. How are you going to do that, my friend? You do have uh, a pillow. Right. And I'm going to be attacking their, their, uh, their weapon arms with the pillow, like wrapping it and pulling, maybe whipping one guy's arm into the other guy. I got two attacks, so I'm going to do it. All right. Give me a uh, Make fighting Make him smack check. his buddy with a club. You, a fighting check first. You, you to attack having motherfucker. <laughs> uh, this is going to be tens plus two, but that's okay. I feel like I can make this work. Uh, I can. I 100% can. I uh, be, still beat my fighting by 10. That is a critical success, so you uh, quite easily wrap his arm up, and you will get a bonus of 2 to the uh, fighting check used to strike uh, him, his, his partner, with his cudgel. Uh, I rolled an 8, so I beat it exactly by 10. So that is a critical success as well. You wrap the arm of the first one of the orderlies and rip it forwards and to the left, and it swings his arm in a tight arc, slamming his baton straight into the face of the other orderly, dislodging some teeth from that giant grin. Nice. We will go to uh, Timothy at a 23 next. Oh, and what I'm doing my... Oh, I get my sorry, massive. Da I'm sorry. I, I forgot to tell you. I get my. Ma I used my crash uh, dice and my crash character seat. So even though I took a big, I, that way I get. I get the big damage. Oh, you went for massive damage. Oh, not only does it knock his teeth out, then it completely breaks his jaw and crumples him to the ground, leaving one orderly remaining. As we cut to Timothy. Okay, so. Uh, since I am full on Timothy. And you have a scalpel. Yes, you do. <laughs> I traded for a pillow. Yeah. I'm <laughs> going to, I'm, I'm going to attack with the scalpel twice. Uh, right. Granted by darkness. Timothy deals double damage on a surprise attack with any melee weapons. 
That is correct. So uh, go ahead and give me two fighting checks. So I'm rolling on... You're going to be on eights because you're on Timothy. Full avatar. Yeah. That's, that's what I thought. Just one to double check. I appreciate it. As he's uh, lashing out with that scalpel, it is uh, apparent to both uh, Michael and uh, Harold that Timothy really knows how to use a knife well. Got a lot of practice with it. Oh, it's a good trade. It's a good trade. Knows right where the kill spots are. Huh. Oh. 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 So what do we got for those fighting chicks? Uh, first one is an eight. That'll do. Yep. I believe your fighting score is significantly higher than eight. Second is a ten. Those are both successes with two quick slashes. Uh, one going into the under the armpit and then the second one going across the throat. He outright kills the second orderly. Spilling blood all over the floor. Uh, and oh, has so much fun in those two moments. Um, <clears throat> it's, and he clearly enjoyed that. Yes, yes. It's the sort of thing that he's been waiting for. Ah. <sighs> And can I have everyone make a notice check at a minus six penalty, please? Even if we have investigation as a power? Absolutely. I need notice at a minus six penalty. So add six to whatever your dice roll is, because this is a very hard to notice thing. Congratulations on 100 episodes yep. of Masters. Thank ah, you for making I us a 12. part of this incredible story. You guys make it amazing. Hashtag crash buff for Christian because without his dreams we wouldn't be here. Oh, thank you. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Very. So was that a 12 with the uh, adding six to it? Yeah. Wow. All right. So you are going to notice it. Who else do we have on those notice checks? So we're rolling two eights, yes? Two eights and then add six to whatever you roll and then compare it to your notice score and in your case to Harold's notice score. I don't have so in that case roll against your mind score at the top of the sheet okay six nice uh i exactly made it with the minus six perfect so sarah and michael are both going to notice how'd you do harold I didn't, no. no. Okay, Harold does not. And what about you, Timothy? A notice check and then add six to whatever you roll because it is a very difficult thing to notice. Add six or minus six? Add six to whatever you rolled. It is something difficult to notice. So a higher number is worse. This is making it more difficult. Right, got it.
Adding six to your notice roll. What did you get there, Timothy? Can you uh, hear me? Luke? Yes. That uh, notice check and add six to whatever you roll because it is difficult to notice. And roll on Timothy's sheet because you're still full avatar. Oh, heavens. I will need to do that. And how did you do? Uh, 17. Ooh, not going to. So in the cases of Sarah and Michael, both of you, in the midst of that fight, as they were rushing towards you, swear you saw something or someone watching you from the end of the hallway where the orderlies came from. Ooh, you creepy. just swear you saw somebody or something. More was appropriately, it? something. So it wasn't Jesus. Okay. You don't think so. Oh, uh, no. it I would know, me. James. <laughs> I, would know. I just want to get out of here. Me. I think I don't know what the boss's kid looks like, James. <laughs> Uh, neither of the orderlies is carrying any keys, but they both do have those batons, which uh, is better than not carrying anything if you want to yeah. pick up one of those. I, uh, I scoop up both of them and uh, toss one to Sarah. All right. Come on. Other, uh, <laughs> what what would the, I be doing? And the other one to, what's his name, uh, Harold right now? Oh, I don't think he's introduced himself to you. Yeah, I know. Yes. To the other patient. To the other patient. So you're going to stick with that pillow then, huh? <laughs> so, yes! So far, it's working all right. I have the shield of God on my side. Don't worry. So can we get out? Where's the out? You're not well, really sure, but there's a hallway in both directions. What we do and know is this is a building. Is there light coming from either direction? Uh, there is a, a point of fact, no windows. The only light is from poor electrical lighting up above, which is a, a rather modern thing to have in this asylum. Well, I want to do investigation to see which way has more footprints. All right. Give me an investigation check. Good job using your skills and attributes. Uh, I rolled an eight and my investigation is 14. Uh, you believe both hallway directions lead to sets of stairs, if you remember correctly, from being brought in. Okay. Um, you believe that there's a, both directions are a possibility. You, you think that medical is downstairs and there might be a phone or offices or something upstairs. You, you can't remember exactly. But you think that both hallway directions do lead to stairwells, if you remember. Okay. Which, uh, with your investigation role, you're pretty certain you remember, right? I okay. hate that. Uh, 
Well. So there's the direction the orderlies came from or the opposite direction of the hallway. Both of them, you believe, lead to stairwells that could potentially be exits. I mean, opposite. I don't want to run into more people. Well, we got the ones that came from this way, right? I mean, true. And don't worry. God is on our side. I've got a sewing kit if I, if I need it. Let's do it. Exactly. In case we need to stitch our way out of here. All right. You uh, backtrack the way the orderlies went. And going around the corner, there are... Uh, uh, by the time you reach the far wall, which has a set of doors in it, you pass over a dozen inmates that have been beaten to death as though with batons. There's a set of very stout doors at the end of the hall. Uh, I stop and uh, I look at all these dead bodies that have been beaten to death. Yeah, they were definitely beaten to death. And looking at the batons, you you are pretty sure they were beaten to death with those batons. With these murder weapons we're holding? Yes. Uh, maybe we shouldn't be holding them. Uh, I think I'm going to hold on to mine. I'm chucking mine. <laughs> okay. You but, toss the baton aside. What? You could have given that back to me. That's it's on the ground nearby. Yeah. I thought God was protecting you. You don't need a baton. <laughs> Tell you what, I'll I'll grab and hold on to it just in case somebody decides they want it. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna need to hold on to it until I get my sword back. You have a sword? Uh, yeah, Archangel of the Lord, Sword of Michael, totally have that somewhere around here. Take this baton for now. All right. Okay. Investigate the door. All right. Give me an investigation check on the door, please. Everybody? Uh, You said you were investigating the door, so I'm letting you do that. Okay. I rolled a 12 and investigation's 14, so I beat it. Uh, the stout doors are locked, but, uh, you believe that if you, uh, used your sewing kit and maybe, uh, had some skills at picking locks, you might be able to pull it off. Yes! I mean, I got seamstress, that works! Go ahead and roll on that seamstress skill check. These are (laughs) 1900s era locks. These are not modern locks, so they are not particularly, um, complicated. Well, I rolled a three. So I absolutely unlocked it. Uh, using the, a sewing needle. You put needle. the pin number in right. Using a <laughs> sewing needle, Sarah Lockwood picks the lock and opens up the door. Truly. Where did you learn to do that stuff? Gifted by our Lord and Father. I, I lived with the watchmaker. I know about all the intricacies of all things. Oh, I love that. I love the watchmaker analogy. Like we're all gears. No, no, all moving together, it works. Oh, I love that. Timothy, I feel bathed in his love right now. (laughs) Uh, Harold seems really insistent on moving forward. All right, let's go. This baby's going to come out pretty soon. All right, you enter into a stairwell. And if that doesn't work, my baby will come out. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> you enter a stairwell. There are stairs going up and down in this stairwell, and uh, that's about all that can really be described. There are a lot of bloody footprints, though, coming right. from downstairs up to this floor. Oh, wow. A stairwell that goes up? And down. And down. Good heavens. Seem to be on some form of middle floor, perhaps. If that's the case, then the door would be down. I'm going to scout up ahead, going up. And then okay. I flap my arms and stand in place for a moment. Well, if, if all the bloody footprints are coming up, it seems like they're all escaping to go up. The uh, bloody footprints came to the door that you just came in from. There don't seem to be any bloody footprints headed to upstairs from where you're at. They just come from downstairs to where you are. I feel like those people were coming this way because they were running out of people to kill the other way, so I'm going to go the yeah. way they came from. <laughs> All right. That's incredibly brave. Uh, I saved you guys. I've pretty much done my part, and unless God asks more of me, I'm going to try to escape with you. If I can save more, of course <laughs> I will. Of course I will. Oh my goodness. All right, let's do uh, it. We should at least stay together, though. All right, you head down the stairs, and there is, a again, a set of thick, stout double doors, uh, but the locking mechanism is on this side of the door. So you can just turn the handle and open it if you so choose. It's incredible that you and God have chosen you uh, to continue forth Maybe even third or second, if necessary, my son. <laughs> right. Look, yes, angel, definitely. <laughs> Archangel, uh, can God tell you what's on the other side of this door? God can do all things. He chooses to tell me nothing regarding this door. I listen. I'm going to put my ear up to it. It is quiet. Hmm. Dead quiet. Maybe they're all dead, and we're okay to move forward. We could announce ourselves. No. All right. Stealth it is. Yes. You slowly open the door. It uh, seems to be another cell, long hallway lined with cells, but all these cell doors are closed, and it is very quiet. More cells? How, I don't think the doors are down here. Well, we don't know until we get to the end. All right. Okay. You begin making your way down a hallway. Every uh, so often, the the lights above flicker and go out for just a second and then flicker back on. They have lights? Yes, there are light bulbs put into the ceiling. Hmm. Every so often they flicker and it is in fact the only light. There are still no windows of any kind. All right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Every so often they flicker. Is, yes. is a sound accompanying this flickering? Uh, the the sound of electricity because these are again 1900s era light bulbs so they they are audible when they illuminate and when they go off. Oh what well, well, what I was getting at was like an electric chair kind of thing that's causing things to dim. 
That is an astute observation, but you hear nothing that sounds anything like that other than the flickering of the lights. Right. Boy, as you move forward, the lights flicker again, and you hear the sounds of cell doors opening. And looking back, you can see that two of the cells that you have passed at the beginning of the hallway have opened up, but there's no one standing there that opened them. The doors have just opened. Ghosts? Um, that's ridiculous, Sarah. There's no such thing as ghosts. I God see told ghosts. me. I talked to ghosts. There's a holy ghost, isn't there, Michael? <laughs> I I don't even know who I am anymore. Anyway, from those cells, is anybody coming out of those cells? Is in, in fact, cell? as you notice, the lights flicker again, and then while they're flickered out and darkness is on, two more cell doors open, and there are four inmates, each one visible, standing in the doorway of their cell. Staring at the floor. Yes, and ghosts are there, and there are four of them, and they are all present, and it is terrifying. Continuing down the hall? Uh-huh, but quicker. All right. The lights no flicker, flicker on and off again, and while they're off, you hear the sound of more doors opening, and again, there are two inmates standing in those doors, looking at the ground. And the faster you move, the faster the lights seem to flicker off and the cell doors seem to open. I'm right. How far down does this hallway supposedly go? Quite a ways. Can we not see the end of it? I'm running! There is a corner at the end of it, just out of sight. You are running and running, and as you run, the lights continue to flicker out, this time rapidly, doors opening, Every time the lights go out, mm-hmm. you round oh, wait, the corner. Wait. Hold on. When we keep running, flickering happens, and then doors open. Maybe we should stop running for a minute. But then the things inside the doors will come out of the doors and hurt us, potentially. You know but what? Then, uh, you just can, stand you, there. If you want to stop and ask them while we continue running, that would probably help us immensely. And you said they'd stop and look at the floor, right? I know a guy. Special place for you in heaven. <laughs> Think about it. Are are all of them still standing at their doors doing nothing? Staring at the floor. All the inmates are? Yeah, all the ones that have appeared in the doorways, just standing right in their doorways, staring I'm at the floor. Not sticking around for this. No, no, I'm not stopping to look at these people standing <laughs> at the floor. I'm going to the end of the hallway. All right, you round the corner to a set of steel, very impressive doors. There seems to be no mechanism to open them from this side. And onward, they stop? You're at a dead end of doors with no way to open them from this side. Dang it. Do we just knock on it? The lights flicker again, and when they turn back on, every one of those inmates' heads is turned and looking at all of you. Oh, oh I'm banging on that door. How many are we talking about here? 30. Oh, okay. That's a lot. Uh, 
Can I stand on somebody's shoulders for a second, please? My wings don't seem to carry me aloft quite as far as I need to go. My knees are super weak, but yes. Thank you, my son. Alright, it gives you a boost. You are now up on Timothy's shoulders. Alright, I'm gonna uh, unscrew one of the light bulbs, that the, one of the flickery light bulbs. Okay. And stick my finger in that socket as hard as I can. <laughs> the lights all go out simultaneously. The charge goes through you. It is substantial and launches you down to the floor away from the white socket. These uh, primitive uh, devices are... are they're Timothy not like too, the modern. right? Yeah. And okay. Timothy, you are also blasted with electricity and knocked to the floor. Will you please take 10 damage? No, of course. I, I will, however... That was uh, not expected. <laughs> no. No, that was good. That was what I needed. No, that's that's fine. I'm just saying. <laughs> Perhaps there are folks I can kill. <laughs> Timothy is most certainly unhinged. There are 30 of them, knife guy. And at that moment, uh, the ones staring, you all begin to let loose blood-curdling yells of a, a variety of different pitches, but they are just horrifying, high-pitched, low-pitched, deep screams, shallow screams, just this combination of screaming. We gotta go back up. And they begin rushing towards you. God. Everyone roll initiative, please. Now that's fine because I'm coming for them. Oh, they don't even fucking know. Sorry. Sorry for the language. It's alright. Alright. You got for initiatives. Yeah, those, those are good screams. Fifteen. Fifteen. And still currently Harold, correct? Indeed. Okay. 25. 25. 18. 18 for Timothy. And what about you, Sarah? 17. 17. All right. We are going to start with Michael at a 25. There are 30 inmates rushing from their cells towards you down the hallway, screaming. Quick, quick question, quick question. Yeah. Um, how, the hallway is wide enough for them to run abreast of each other. How many? Oh, the hallway is about 10 feet wide. It's pretty wide. Thanks, Mark. That's an awesome sound effect, Mark. <laughs> In the name of Jesus Christ, be gone! And I... I put my hand right on one of their foreheads as he's running up. And Are I you out releasing some of that electricity? And I'm giving some of that electricity. All right. Uh, give me a uh, focus or power use roll, please. Yeah, Heaven, that's goodness. Uh, can I spend two meta points? There are three in the store. 
There are three meta points in the store, two Miss Hacksaw buffs, one Hacksaw buff, one Prison Rules, two Meltdowns, and a System Shock, and you can bet I'll be using some of those soon. Yeah, I can imagine. All right, we're going with the power use. I rolled a nine. My score is 16. I beat it by seven. Uh, Michael reaches forward with his hand, touches one of these inmates, and electricity launches from his Activate hand. Activate Hacksaw. And he activates his Hacksaw buff. And are you going to hit all 30 of them? Yes. And hits all 30 inmates 30. with electricity, knocking them all to the ground. The one that he touched in the front is not going to get up. Uh, half of the others probably won't as well. More than 15 of the inmates lie down on the ground, smoke coming from them, hair standing up as though they stuck their fingers in a light socket. All right. But that's what I did. Oh. How in the world did he do that? You have no idea. Horn Angel. Not, 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 that's not a hundred true. Um, yes, Angel. We should Michael get seems that door confused. open. We need to get that door open. That, I have seen this movie and it doesn't end well for any of us. There doesn't seem to way to, a way to be, to open this door from this side. So, um, um, did you say there doesn't seem to be a, to, a way to make a door from this side? To make this door open from this side. It doesn't seem to have a Right, a but what about, what about making a door from this side? That's another story altogether. Uh, let's go ahead with uh, Timothy's at an 18, and he's next. So half of these guys are laying on the ground and probably aren't going to get up. One of them is most assuredly dead. So, uh, oh, I think we might have lost Sean there for a minute. Oh, no, he's back. There he is. Okay. So, is there, uh, is there a couple of points? There is one meta point. There is also a prison rules in the store, which remember you can use your buff to put yourself anywhere on the slider if you want to use that. Yeah, I think I'm going to use that. And where do you want to go on the slider? I want to go full Wyatt. All right, going full pilot. Wyatt Maxwell is now in the driver's seat. So I, I want to use all of his skills. Yes, you'll be using Wyatt's uh, skills now. Apologies. Yeah, apologies. I'm 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 slipping over to uh, his stuff. Um. I would like to use uh, one attack, if I can, Okay. on the gentleman who was talking so much. Oh, they're uh, all screaming. Yeah, no, I get it. But the one that started talking, I understand that they're all screaming. I want to punch the one who was talking most okay. in the throat. And then I would like to unlock the door. Um, All right. 
Give me a uh, fighting roll, and then the uh, throat punch will uh, go into effect. That is a Wyatt Maxwell skill. Yep. And then I would like to use the uh, uh, covert ops, or like yep. as you determine. Yep. Give me the fighting check first. Uh, seven on the fighting roll. Ah, uh, that is a successful throat punch, and uh, in the case of you, the throat punch does 50 damage and is going to be lethal to that individual. And the, uh... Give me the covert ops roll next. Ah, uh, God, the covert ops is, uh, 12. And what's the covert ops skill? How many, what's your skill in it? How much did you beat that one by? Six. All right. Uh, moving your way on the door, it looks like that uh, this door is controlled from somewhere else, and you're not. You're you're pretty sure you can't force it open from this side without anything short of like a a bulldozer or something. It gets designed to keep inmates in. Hmm. All right. So. I will I will stay at it and uh, try to figure out the door. All right, we will uh, then cut to Harold. Or no, sorry, Sarah is next. Sarah Lockwood, you are next. There are fourteen, excuse me, thirteen remaining inmates. Okay, are they actual inmates with like a physical body, or do I not know? They have, and they look like inmates in inmate uniforms. So, you, you know, uh, why don't you go ahead and roll an investigation roll for me for your first action? Because that action. is a very good question. How many actions do I get? Well, you can take multi-action penalties to keep taking several actions, so. I rolled an eight, beat it by six. There's something not right uh, about them. Like, you're, you're, just, you're starting to doubt that they're even there. Huh. Okay, so if I move one, if I use the last buff to move one direction towards Tessa. You can move anywhere you want on the slider if you use your buff, or you can use the one meta point. Okay, so you have I two. thought teleport small objects is Tessa. It's, can I teleport the key on the other side into the lock? Uh, it's not controlled by a key, it's a control mechanism, so you don't think that that would work. Um, all right. Then I'm just going to walk back towards the stairway to go up. All right. Sarah Actually, calmly no. walked through the screaming inmates. No, no, no. I'm going to use my dance skill, and I'm going to dance around them all up to the stairs. Oh, nice. Give me a dancing check. Yep. Thank you. I uh, beat it by three. It is rather exquisite dancing that Sarah demonstrates, but she yeah. doesn't seem to be dancing through them like trying to dodge them. She's just kind of sort of dancing around them and doesn't seem bothered or perturbed by the screaming inmates, which, as she moves through them, aren't paying attention to her at all. 
And then we'll go to Harold next. I'm, I'm getting the feel that this place isn't what it seems. Um, stuff seems out of place. These prisoners seem out of place. The lights. Aside from the uh, the door and the inmates. Yes. These walls. Are stone they normal walls. walls? Big stout stone walls. Uh, give me an investigation roll if you have the investigation skill. I would also take the notice skill if you have it. Yeah, the, my, my current character has neither. Um, well... But but I am so incredibly stressed out, though. This is a traumatic experience. It is. This is very, very stressing. And and Harold, I, I thought Harold the soldier could handle it, but I think, I really think my brother George is actually the guy to bring in. The gambler, because nothing gets past George. George is a smooth operator. He is. Nothing gets past George. You know what I mean? Nothing. So, uh, I'm going to roll against George's notice to All see right. if there's something around here that's kind of out of out of place. A little bit of miss. You know what I mean? Please do. Or right on the nose. Right on the nose. I missed that. Uh, I met it exactly. Made it exactly. There is definitely something amiss about these inmates. The walls, the floor, the door, everything else is very real, but there's just something not right about them. And not the fact that they're crazy, screaming people. So I go up to one of them, and uh, I just tweak his nose. So so tweak. And you reach up and tweak his nose, and his screaming, rage-filled face no longer really seems focused on you. He seems to be focused on uh, Michael and Timothy now at the moment. And so we'll go to them next. The remaining 13 rush forward, trying to tackle and drag Timothy and Michael to the ground and beat on them. But though there's this huge mob of them reaching forward and grabbing onto you, no matter what they do, you just seem to like slip right out of their grip or the punch just lands slightly off and doesn't really impact with any force. And, and they're not really able to do anything to you. But surround you, screaming in your face. That, that's really the worst part about it is them all screaming around you. It's all a trick, guys. Just dance around them. Then we'll uh, go to... Uh, Michael next. Uh, you're muted, sir. With everybody screaming right in my face, I'd, I'd take a look over at the, the big door. And, you know, I'm mostly crashed now, so I'm, I'm not loving all the screaming, I'll be perfectly honest. Pretty stout door. Uh, yeah, yeah. But is it a magical door? You is don't it, think so. Is it made of super unobtainium? Is it You don't think so. Is it does it lead to space? 
You don't think any of those things are true. I am going to move that door, man. All right. Go ahead and give me an athletics roll on Crash's sheet. All right. Yeah, and I just, I, I begin the pry, you know. Put my feet on the wall and just make it happen. All right. Give me that athletics check, please. Uh huh. There we go. Right dice, and that is a five out of athletics. Is a lot more than that. I beat it by fifteen, my man. You uh, grab hold of the door and just pull it clean off of its whole set of hinges. It is a stout, heavy door that like would have taken a team of people to with a battering ram to knock down or a bulldozer or something. And Michael just grabs this door and rips it clean off of the wall, opening the, the pathway behind it. And with that, guys, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back in about five minutes with more Masters of the Metaverse here on the Zombie Orpheus Entertainment Channel on Twitch. We'll see you guys in just a minute. Be right back.
And we are back, everybody. Thank you for joining us here on the Zombie Orpheus Entertainment channel on Twitch for another episode of Masters of the Metaverse. Our heroes uh, were jumped into a metaverse where their avatars were patients in an asylum, and they're attempting to find their way out. Uh, when we last left off, they were dealing with possibly illusory or figment threats of inmates, and Crash Jackson in the body of his avatar, Michael, ripped the doors that were blocking them off of their hinges, clearing the path. Beyond you is uh, another set of hallways. These ones don't have the cell doors lining them. Beyond, um, there are a set of doors to the right and a set of doors to the left. And just ahead of you, uh, there's the beginning of a hallway where a sign hangs above it. It says, Treatment Wing. <clears throat> Treatment. I don't trust it. The treatment wing. Indeed. This has been nothing but trouble. Do any of you recall spending any time in the treatment wing? Uh, no. No, but uh, Michael doesn't really recall much of anything other than being Michael. They told me if I was bad, they'd take me to the treatment wing. They did, in fact, uh, several times. That's but okay. Uh, is anybody here? And I, oh, this is going to sound so bad. Is anybody here not crazy? I'm not. I'm so sorry to even. I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. Are you crazy? Yeah, I think so. Well, I've been to the treatment wing a number of times, but uh, yes, Timothy has been wrong. subjected to shock therapy several times. Timothy, I am not finding that fact in the least bit comforting. Uh, yes, yeah. right now I've got you need, you my money is on you for uh, losing it and going crazy on the on the rest of the party before the end of the uh, movie. No, uh, but uh, uh, just a reminder there, Wyatt, you are currently full pilot. No, he's been there multiple times, uh, and it has not been good. He believes that he's doing well, but and this guy is crazy? He is crazy. What? They're all referring to themselves in the third person at the moment, uh, George, and that's kind of weird. Oh, Jesus, get me through this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're all the way in, huh? Okay, that's fine. We can, uh, we can, we can get you out little by little. That'll be great. No, this is... I'm actually all the way in on the other side Why? I'm just saying the dude I'm piloting is insane I'm, I'm pretty sure my mine is, is a little on the edgy side as well 
What do you guys These things sound strange, but there's something familiar about what they're saying, George, in some weird way. Okay, you guys are you guys are kind of freaking me out here. I thought all oh, these guys back here were crazy. You're, I gotta make sense of. I, I gotta figure out some way to understand. This is uh. Okay, okay, okay. Did you just All put right. on a scarf that you didn't have a second ago? It seems that there is something biochemically happening between you two, whereas you are, physiologically speaking, the person that I walked down here with, but something is transgressing the mind of the person that you seem to be. Hmm. You clearly just changed, and you are still not John. I'm Thomas. Thomas Hughes. Those are my brothers you're probably referring to. I am Thomas, okay? I'm a very Thomas. learned man. Very aware of very many things having to do with science. Thomas, do you know what year it is? 1904, of course. 1904. Ah, and do you know where we are? Specifically, like state, country, planet... Well, this is some kind of asylum, which I do not belong in, okay? I'm a very I don't belong man. here. Often the very intelligent may seem to be crazy, but it's just because we are thinking of things that are so uh, beyond that of the average person. And so many of the geniuses of our time were thought of as being insane, okay? But I assure you that I am quite sane. As a matter of fact, I'm more sane now than I have ever been ever. My brothers, on the other hand, are a little bit unhinged. But you, you, you're the ones that are talking as if you are not actually you. So uh, can somebody explain that to me? You're not really as much curious about the me tearing a two-ton door off its hinges? You did what now? That was you? Oh my gosh. Okay. okay. So let me rephrase. You are completely clear with when and where we are. Hashtag John Buffer bad aft buff for the baddest of afts. Maybe you want to bring the number of voices down to just two, maybe you don't. I wonder what <laughs> Eli makes of being dragged into this avatar with you. And there is a John Buff, a badass out of the store. Oh, you can you can use that to jump anywhere on the slider you want to do if you ever want to use it, by the way. And there is still one meta point, and uh, also there are two Miss Haxors in the store. Two of them. They oh, like you. I don't blame them. She's great. Agreed. Now let's get the fuck out of here. I've been here for over a year. My husband put me in here. I am not crazy. Oh, God. 1904 sucks here. Okay. What? What other year would it be? You know, it could so so many possibilities, uh, <laughs> Sarah. So many. So uh, while if, if anybody is feeling not confident about doing this, just stay behind me until you feel more confident about doing this. It will come to you. I promise. No, let's get out of here. Immediately. I do concur. Let yes. us leave this place. All right. Come on. All right. You have doors to the left, right, and then the treatment wing ahead. 
well, if you are leading this expedition, I would defer to your uh, expertise as to which way we should go. I don't know which way we're going. Sorry. The door on the left looks like some kind of a closet door. Don't go to the door on the left. Okay. All right. Well, that's definitive. Let's go do the treatment wing. Oh. All right. You head through. I cannot the tell you wing. how much I may need to murder someone. Oh, that would not be good. Somebody watch him. Somebody watch him, please. You have to murder somebody? Wyatt, you keep an eye on him. That's your job. Try no. not to kill anybody. That's why I'm here. But I'm just saying this is the baseline Got that it. I'm dealing with. Yeah, he is a psycho. Understood. Uh, keep us safe. All right. As you enter the treatment wing, uh, the lights start to flicker again. But uh, unlike before, that seemed to be timed or paced. This is, uh, oh, as uh, Thomas can quickly point out, it's a, an old, someone is draining a massive amount of electricity, and that's where the flickering has come from. It's very consistent with uh, over usage. And while the flickers are going on, you hear horrible, horrible screams mixed in with the uh, in between every time the lights flicker from up ahead. Uh, so the flickering, I'm quite sure, is caused by some other uh, uh, device somewhere on the premises that's drawing a tremendous amount of power. Electroshock therapy. sounds like somebody might... Yes, very good. Very good. You are a smart one, aren't you? Yeah, I may have experienced some electroshock therapy here and there. Okay. All right, you uh, follow the hallway further down. There's a few uh, different smaller rooms that you pass by. One of them is set up with big tubs that they probably fill with things and then maybe immerse people in them. It has some bad memories for yourself there, Crash. It uh, doesn't feel comfortable to even look at. Mm. Uh, the lights flicker again, and you can hear the, the sm or hear the screams, and then you can smell something like cooking flesh coming from ahead. This place uh, is horrible. Can we leave now, please? Then a, a figure steps out of one of these rooms down the hallway ahead of you. And in the dim light, it, it's hard to see at first, but then you get a better view of him. And blood is trickling down his face from uh, empty eye sockets. Duh! I don't see them anymore, he says as he smiles. I don't see them anymore. And takes a few steps off into the, into, towards another room. The lights flicker again, and you can smell that cooking flesh stronger. And then oh. the scream suddenly cuts off abruptly in the middle of it while those lights are flickering. Then they stop. A door opens up ahead to your left, and a uniformed doctor steps out. Next, he says, as smoke and the smell of cooking flesh wafts out of the room behind him. He turns his gaze upon you. Orderlies, bring me my next patience. He says far too joyfully as he's looking at you. A half a dozen orderlies, also with permanent grins on their faces, file out of the room, dumping the still smoking corpse of an inmate. Hashtag MetaPoint Wyatt, you've got this. You can do it. There are no mistakes and Imon Ra judged you worthy. You're the only one who can keep Timothy at bay. Not because you are him, but because you never could be. Remember, I'm sorry I'm the, here to cure you. The audio isn't great. Did he just say that he had, that uh, Wyatt was Timothy McVeigh? No, it's uh, <laughs> yeah. 
Wyatt, let, you've got let's this. Go you with can that. do it. But, there are um, no mistakes. Yeah, no. The, what it was is Wyatt, you've got this. You can do it. There are no mistakes, and Amon Ra judged you worthy. You're the only one you can keep Timothy at bay, not because you are him, but because you never could be. Oh, that's sweet. It is. And he says, uh, "Remember, I'm here to I'm here to cure you." And at that, the uh, orderlies rush forward with their clubs in hand. I get initiative from everyone, please. You gotta be kidding me. Nineteen. Very fast, Sarah. Twelve. Well, Wyatt. Fourteen. Fourteen for Wyatt? Oh, who had the twelve? Uh, okay, Thomas. Got it. Twelve for Thomas. And 25. what do you have? Twenty-five. Wow. And uh, you're at this point Crash rather than Michael, so we're going to call you Crash on this round. Crash, you will be going first. All right. There are six of them. Yes, there are six orderlies with billy clubs or crudgels or batons or whatever you'd prefer to call them. Okay, I go and I uh, let myself be taken by them. All right. They grab <laughs> hold of you. Okay. Leading you away. Uh, we're going to go keep, to Sarah next. Keep moving, everybody. Keep moving. Um, I'm going to use my buff. All right, one of your buffs. To target all the orderlies. Okay. And I'm going to use my seamstress ability to pull their dresses or their clothes over their face and sew it to the back of them so they can't see. (laughs) All right. Give me a seamstress check. (laughs) Good Um, use of Miss Haxor. Woohoo! That's eights, right? Yep, you're still on eights because you're still full, Sarah. There are now two meta points available for use, guys. Two meta points. 12 and seamstress is 12. <laughs> All right, you pull shirts over heads and stitch them shut. <laughs> All in one rapid movement, which is just impossible and defies physics, but somehow Sarah does it where she stitches one set together and the rest of them get stitched together. Let's spend one meta point. One meta point being spent. Good use of those. And we're going to go next on the count will be to 15, which is the orderlies. However, they can't see, so this will be difficult for them. Two of them are going to continue to try to drag Crash back the way they came. And by some miracle, they don't trip over their own feet as they're dragging him back. But because they're blinded, they don't move him very far. The other four just start swinging their clubs wildly. To crash, crash to the point. Yep. One meta point to crash. The other four, boy, do they swing wildly. None of them come close to hitting you, but one of them, in his fury of just swinging his club around haphazardly, hits one of the other orderlies who has his uh, stitched over clothing on his face, knocking him to his knees. <laughs> and then Wyatt will be next. Uh.
do I have a boosted? Uh, not yet. I don't off. think so. Yeah. There's one meta point for use, and I still have a system shock and two meta meltdowns to use, and they're going to happen. Okay, well, I'm just going to uh, jump up to whomever was the uh, initial aggressor and throat punch him straight up. All right, give me a fighting check. Uh, he loses his dodge bonus because he is currently blinded by uh, Sarah's stitching skills, pulling his shirt over his head and stitching it to the back. So give me a fighting check, please. So, forgive me, that's two sixes? Uh, two eights if you're on full pilot. Two eights. Lovely. Against Wyatt's fighting skill. Uh, nine. And what's Wyatt's fighting skill? Uh, twelve. Twelve. That is good enough because they don't have a dodge bonus. And you throat punch one of these gentlemen with his shirt stitched over his head, immediately dropping him to the ground with the powerful move. And that's going to be uh, Timothy at a twelve going. Or excuse me, yeah, Timothy at a twelve going next. And I would, I would like to. Um, oh, sorry, I didn't want to take away from you. You were not done. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Uh, no worries. I would also like to uh, uh, throw persuasion. Okay. Into the rest. Uh, of just. He dies first. Okay. Give me a choice. I'll you take a persuasion. Have your own choice to leave now. I'll give you uh, give me a persuasion check on that one. See if you can intimidate these remaining fighting orderlies. That's going to take a multi-action penalty of two, however. Uh, with the minus two penalty, that is a seven. Oh. Yeah, you would definitely give them a stern talking to, and they have not had a chance yet to act, but you believe that it might have had an impact on them. Timothy, you are up. Timothy or Thomas? Oh, sorry, Thomas. My fault, my bad. Thomas, you are up. Okay. The, uh, so the how, educated how, man. How many are still active? Uh, three. But one of them is on his knees. He got hit by one of the uh, errant strikes from one of his allies. Oh, well, if he's already on his knees, I've got my uh, baton that I have been carrying around this whole time. And yes. I, I, I know what to do with it. I'm not a good fighter, but I know what to do now. And so I just whack this guy in the head as hard as I possibly can. All right. Uh, I don't believe Thomas has the fighting skill, but you do have a body score, which is what you will roll against for fighting. Uh, you get a plus four bonus of it, so subtract four from whatever you roll. Okay, so I'm I'm rolling two tens. 
Uh, you'd be rolling two tens because you're one space away, or you can roll two d twelve plus two and use the fighting score on John Stone's sheet. Either way, subtract four from what you roll. Because it's easier to hit him because he's on his knees with a shirt over his head. Right, got that. So your choice on whether to roll two tens against Thomas's body score at a bonus of four or 2d12 plus two against John Stone's fighting score with a bonus of four. Okay, so I I, uh, beat it by three. Beat it by three. You crack him over the head and he slumps to the ground motionless. You believe he is unconscious. I did it! I knocked one out! <laughs> Congratulations! Well done. I did that. Oh. Okay, uh, we'll go back to the top with that one. So uh, we have next is a 25 with Crash again. I'm assuming you're still letting these two in. They're having a hard time dragging you because their shirts have been pulled over their head and stitched to the back. Yeah, but they're just... still trying to drag you towards the doctor. They don't need to. I'll just go to the doctor. <laughs> you walk away from them straight towards the doctor. I am here to cure you. Step right in. Heal me, baby. You follow him into the room. There is a quite obviously a, a very old-styled shock therapy machine set up. Oh, I am very, very sick. And I go and lay down on the table. <laughs> All right, he begins uh, attaching everything to you, and we will go to uh, Sarah Lockwood next while that is going on. Back out in the hallway. Sarah, there are still two of these orderlies left. Um, I want to spend a meta point, or I, I want to move my... You can use your buff to put yourself anywhere on the slider if you want. That's my second. That would be my second, my last. That would buff, be your. Right? That'd be your last buff. But you can put yourself anywhere. The meta point will only move you one space away from full avatar. You know, I'm going Tessa. Full Tessa. Full Tessa. All right, buff used. You are now full Tessa, not Sarah. Crash! What the fuck are you doing? Get out You'll... of there! I scream. <clears throat> Trust me, this is gonna help us get out because oh. I'm very sick. This is not like back at home. It's very crude technology. You've missed a few things uh, uh, while I was away, sis. Trust me on this. Uh, um, Does I'm he gonna... know what he's doing? There's two There's two left with their... Yeah, but their shirt's stitched over their heads. I'm just going to walk up to them and knock their heads together. All right. Give me a fighting roll, please, Tessa. That so is my Tessa... sister. <laughs> full Tessa is... is... Is which one? D10s? 2D8s. You're on 8s if you're full Tessa. Okay. You just went to the other end. You just can't use the Sarah sheet anymore now. Okay. Uh, I got a 10. I beat it by 6. Beat it by 6. You crack both of their heads together, collapsing Boom. the pair to the ground. Out of nowhere, Sarah Lockwood seems to know how to fight, like, really, really well. Like, <laughs> like a master of hand-to-hand -hand combat from out of nowhere. <laughs> If you remember the very first time we ever saw Tessa Jackson in anything, she was literally, like, beating people up and then riding a motorcycle into a tractor trailer, like, yeah. <laughs> like it, it, all very super spy-like. It was a very good scene. I was just thinking about <laughs> I remember that. It was great. 
She is quite awesome. So those guys are down on the ground, and they would go next, but in their case, it's actually the doctor who's going next, who hooks the machine up to you and blasts you full of electricity, Crash. So you're going to get to uh, distribute 40 points of electricity how you see fit. Shouldn't we be stopping this? Why is he happy? He's certainly not screaming, and you don't smell anything cooking while it's happening. Oh, no, I'm doing the obligatory shake. <laughs> no screaming. But. I think I'm still mad. But not. As I say to him, but I'm pretty sure I'm still crazy. Want to go again? <laughs> All right, we will go to Wyatt next. Wyatt, all of the orderlies are down. Crash is subjecting himself seemingly voluntarily to shock therapy, and it's not doing much to him, but you are very aware that electricity doesn't do much to Crash. No, he's fine, and I know this because, uh, well... Past experience. Because yeah, that. Yeah, the first to know this. <laughs> yeah. You were there. So, I guess, um... Huh. Is there anyone that is not in uh, a, 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 a range? Uh, you could make your way to the doctor pretty easily, who's uh, applying the electricity to crash. Yeah, lovely. Um, then I will totally go to, to the doctor and, again, immediately throat punch him. All right, I'll take another fight check from you. Why, Maxwell, master of the throat punch. I mean, I... Just why I walk up to different people and just karate chopping him in the throat randomly as hard as he yep. can. So that's, good. That's what he does. Because why would you not? Good grief. <laughs> no, dude, I punch everything, so I'm totally into this. <laughs> Give me that fighting check, please. <laughs> no, I know, I know. I, I, I don't have your, uh... Uh, uh, building punching uh, panache, but uh, that will be punching is so much cooler. But that will be a ten again, right to the doctor's throat, and he collapses in a heap on the floor, eyes rolling up in the back of his head. Still has that giant maniacal grin on his face, even in death. I will I will take as many steps back as I can and uh and and just say crash please light them up. Uh there's no one else left for him to light up at this point with everyone being unconscious or dead. But crash is still absorbing electricity at the current rate. Uh the lights are flickering and Flickering and flickering. You're not sure how much more the system can take. I believe you're muted, sir. Oh, I removed uh, them. All right. And then Crash removes the uh, applicators from himself. <sighs> okay, I don't understand what just happened here. Well, I, uh, we got attacked by a bunch of orderlies to try and make us do electroshock therapy. I volunteered for the electroshock therapy and then took some of it. He really enjoys it. Just don't ask. Uh, electricity. He's a bit of a Sunday morning quarterback. So while you've been away, I bonded with uh, Zeus, you know, the Greek god. Yeah. 
So he has lightning power. So now if I like get involved with electricity in some way, it just makes me faster and stronger than I was before. That's why I shoved my finger in the light socket. And that's why I let that guy just shove a million volts into my noggin. No way. You got special powers from Zeus? Uh, this well, all confirms that I am not mad. This all in, confirms that very clearly. So thank you. In my <laughs> defense, uh, I think he got more special powers from me. Really? What did you give him? Uh, Snark? Compassion? Oh. Humanity? Uh, a sense of right and wrong? Uh, a, a Very sense well. of mortality? Christ, I wish he was wrong. Bogus trade. <laughs> Should we not but, be trying to leave? But I did get the lightning powers, so... Right. Cool. You can cook the bacon. I've only got him for a little while longer. I don't think we're gonna be together much longer, so, uh... I'm taking advantage while I can, you know? All right, well... Plus, electricity was so unregulated in 1906. Should we be leaving now? You're right, we should. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, <laughs> Jared. Uh, Timmy, man. No, that's it's, Tim. Thomas? It's funny. I invented that. What? You Why did? have this... <laughs> yeah, you did have a pillow under your shirt. That was weird. Yeah, that was really weird. Oh my god, I still do. Yeah, why do you have a pillow under your shirt? Because I think Michael was also going to pretend to go into labor if it didn't work when you did it. What is uh, He's crazy. What do you want? <laughs> Once again, I must suggest strongly this time that we leave. John Stone. Snap out of it, buddy. I need I need badass John Stone with the robot and hands. With that, I'm no going to hit everybody fine. with system Let's shock. Let's do all of that. I'm going to hit everyone with the system shock God. and let Mark adjust you on the sliders at random. Let's see where you oh, end that. up. I was waiting for that moment just to do it. All right, we're going to start with uh, Crash Jackson. You're going to stay full pilot. That's an eight on the eight roll. So you're going to end up staying full pilot on that one. I love it. That was very lucky. Thank I'm going to go luck. Tessa Jackson next. You are going to move over two. So Tessa's going to be exactly in the middle between Sarah and Tessa. We're going to go to Wyatt Maxwell next. Uh, Wyatt is going to end up one away from pilot. And then we go to John Stone last. John Stone. John's going to go to the other end of his spectrum and is now going to be full pilot. Mm. Oh, yeah. What did I miss? I've been watching you guys just fumble around in here this whole time. You guys are still stuck in this freaking dungeon. Crash, didn't you get up out of here? Come on, man. I just, I mean, I've been, we've been taking some... shocks. Yeah. What if we have to break down, say, I don't know, a building? Because I'm, I'm pretty be sure sold. I can take down a building right now. <laughs> I won't, though. How about we control. get to the bottom of this like we're supposed to in the first place and get out of here? Yeah. I'm in. Huh? Yeah. A strong urge to knit a blanket, and I don't like it. 
Right. Uh, you also notice that the doctor on the ground with the, the rictus grin on his face has a set of keys hanging on his belt. Oh, yeah, let's get those. All right. You follow the hallway no, further down. I want to look at the doctor. Oh, you want to look at the doctor? All right. Yeah. He's got this giant grin on his face, even in death. So are we in a Batman movie? What's he look like? No, 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 no. Uh, white man about. The, I'm not looking at the smile. A white man about five foot eleven, hundred and seventy pounds or so. What are the wounds? I uh, well, he got throat punched by you. Mm. <laughs> so he's he's very dead. <laughs> All right. Man seems right. to have been <laughs> had his trachea. Smashed in somehow. I can't quite figure. Oh, wait. Nope. Never mind. <laughs> no, it figures. All right. It's you follow like the it. hallway further okay. down and uh, reach a, a set of doors that have a, a lock built into the middle of them. Pretty fancy lock for 1904. But it is a. You have to fumble through a couple of different keys, but by the time you get the fourth key, it unlocks the door. It opens into a small square room. There are three doors from this room. Uh, one says locker room over the top of it. One of them says kitchen. And one says medical wing. Kitchen. Medical wing. I'm hungry. Would you guys want cheese of it? Yeah. No, but a kitchen always has a loading dock. They got to bring in the food somehow, right? I mean, that's why. Cool. You don't see... Yeah, in, in movies, you never see people escaping from situations through the kitchen, right? Oh, wait, every movie. I mean, the worst thing we got to worry about is that one of the chefs in there uh, has a big cleaver that he chases us around with, unless it's a kung fu movie, in which case they all have cleavers they chase us around with. I don't think it's a kung fu movie. There's way too much monster shit happening. That's true. We are in a movie. Did we get sent to a movie metaverse? Sometimes right. this happens, but this is like one of those Jacob's Ladder thriller creep <laughs> fest type. I don't get it, but it looks like something that like a legitimate actor would be in in his off time when he's not trying to win an Oscar, and I am not into the scene, man. How about I uh, use my perception, my, my noticeability to see if there's anything particularly useful in any of these three places? Oh, yes, you do have some expanded forms of senses, don't you, Johnstone? Give me a notice check, please. It's like this, I miss ultra vision. So now what I'm rolling for these checks? Uh, you are full pilot, so you're on 2d8, which means you only can use the Johnstone character sheet. The Benjamin sheet is now off-limits to you. Right. Fair enough. Because Johnstone's all I need. What? Boom. Beat that by nine. By nine, almost a critical success. Uh, you can detect a uh, faint heartbeat from the kitchen area, and then somewhere further past the kitchen area, a couple more heartbeats. There's definitely a strange smell coming from the kitchen area. There's uh, some screaming going on in the medical wing that your enhanced hearing can pick up. Kitchen. And the uh, locker room is quiet. Okay, so guys, locker room's quiet. They're screaming in the medical room, and there's about three people over in the kitchen. 
Uh, is the locker room going to lead to a pool or a gymnasium of some kind on the other end? Yeah, I don't know the point of going in a locker room except to hide. Well, being as this is an asylum, it is highly unlikely that there's a gymnasium or pool. That's what I was thinking. We could maybe get some uniforms and go incognito. Uh, everybody here in a uniform is covered in blood and trying to kill everyone else. Well, I don't know. I mean, instead of a uniform, we could really just slash a giant smile on our face and it would give the same effect. Oh, no, we yeah. should do that. That's a terrible idea, Wyatt. Terrible idea. Why do we bring him in? Sure. Uh, because apparently he's the only one that can handle the serial killer. So, just... So, kitchen, then? Yeah, kitchen right. sounds great. Kitchen. You again have to fumble through a couple of the keys to unlock the door, but you unlock the door. Uh, right on the inside, the smell of blood and death is pretty... It just assaults your nose. Oh, there yeah. Are, there's a pile of corpses. Missing uh. limbs in the middle of the kitchen area here. The tables have been overturned. There's blood all over the floor and on some of oh. the tables. Okay, so kitchen may not have been a great idea. <laughs> no, they're just Chairs there. are knocked over. It's... There's something cooking. There's the smell of something cooking beyond from the, the kitchen area. It seems more like the cafeteria front of the kitchen. You can kind of see an open window into the actual food preparation area. Oh. We'll, we'll keep heading back to try to find a loading dock. Uh, yeah, checking the kitchen first, looking in. There's uh, all kinds of old-style cooking appliances. Uh, the food that's on the, the stoves in here is uh, burnt as though it's been cooking for a really long time and nobody put it out. I turned the burners off. John, you uh, said you detected a heartbeat in here? Yeah, I was going to ask. Everybody give me a notice check at this point. Okay, if I'm in the middle, I wrote, wrote tens. Twelves, but you can roll off of both sheets. Either sheet, your choice. They're both the same. Beat it by nine. Eleven. Oof. By eleven. I destroyed I it. No. Okay. Uh, uh, beat it by three. I didn't. Uh, I lost right. by one. Well, everyone but Tessa hears a slight whimpering covering from the pantry. Oh, I go there. Oh, no. All right, but don't throat punch it unless you have to. What oh. are you guys doing? There's somebody in the pantry. Like a... Well, maybe they're in trouble if they're hiding in the pantry. Maybe, so let's maybe. check it out. Opening the pantry, there is, in fact, knocked over and moved things. Uh, a man in an unkept chef's coat is at the very back bottom of the pantry, holding his knees... And sobbing uncontrollably. You all right, bud? You don't look like you're all right. None of that is words. Somebody make him say words. I'm going to use my persuasion. Uh, give me a persuasion roll. Somebody who can deal with people, quick. What do I roll for that, tens? Uh, you'd still be using, uh, I believe you're in the middle, so you're 12s on everything. Oh, God. Somebody, please. Uh, I beat it by three. 
beat it by three. You, you know, kind of comfort him and get him to stop whimpering and like climb out from his little hole behind bags of flour and dry beans. <laughs> Tell him it's okay. I'm not crazy. It's okay. And the doctors, they went crazy. Yeah, they went crazy. Everybody went crazy. Yeah, we have to get out of here. The surgeon, the surgeon, he's cutting people to pieces. The surgeon? Why would he do that? He's cutting them to pieces. Is he putting it in the stew? I I don't know. I I heard him coming in when they they were preparing the meal and and then the screaming and uh, the the blood and, and I hid. I hid in the pantry. I hid. How do we get out of here? Where's the out? This is a, a, a load, a loading dock that way. Okay. Thank you. But you, but you got, you, you got to have keys. Who has the keys? Uh, one of the doctors had the keys. Jingle, 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 jingle. Yeah, the, the, those keys. The, those, the keys. Yeah, you got. Oh. The keys. oh, okay. It's on that. Okay. Well, do you want to come out with us? There's still crazy people trying to murder other people, so you might want to leave. Yeah. Uh, you're not crazy people? No. Oh, no, no. I'm apparently the Archangel Michael. Which is, uh... Uh, Wyatt, Wyatt. I'm crazy. guessing PTSD-related, so... Would yeah, come on, we'll be fine. Some one of you please hold me back. Yeah, absolutely. How hard? As much as you can. What does he want? He wants someone to hold him back. Can we feed the, him some of the stew? Is that murderous type of urge? Feed him the stew. Feed him yeah. the stew. Yeah. And okay, I, 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 I grab him by the back of his waistband and kind of drag him back to where I am. And then I just lift a little bit to give him a little, oh, you know. Uh, All right, you've got a hold of Wyatt. Maybe snap him out of that murderous urge by a, a knot wedgie, you know, where... Uh. Like, we're not pulling it up there, but definitely hiking to the front comes to the back, and it's like, whoa! You give him a solid tug. You you feel the urge abate for just a moment, Wyatt, but it's still there in the back of your head. But stay with it. Don't worry, man. I got you. Do you have to kill, or do you just have to eat flesh? Uh, wait, you eat people too? Is that a no. thing you're doing? Are you eating people? Didn't I know that's the killing of... <sighs> Just the killing of bad people. Can you yeah. stab a dead body and will that work? Because there's lots of dead bodies around. You could have at it. We can try. Hashtag MetaPoint follow the light through the dreams and disasters as they say in Owl City. Oh wow, we now have five MetaPoints in the store, guys. Five of them. Wouldn't be a better time for them. If you need one to move more, on a slider. Yeah, one more back to full All Wyatt. Right. One MetaPoint used by Wyatt to go to full pilot and away from his avatar self. Yikes. This is incredible. Like that still I, leaves four. Can I can I let go of your underpants now? Yes, please do. Good grief. This is nuts, though. 
I no, mean, what's nuts is that this guy is an avatar on this metaverse. Yeah. I don't know how we're... Maybe he's destined here. to axe murder somebody important. Who knows? Yeah, clearly. Good grief. Excellent. Well, let's, keep, let's keep moving, but then. No. Are, 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 are the rest of you this nuts? Um, You know, I'm not sure. My guy right might really be Michael. I have no idea. My... But I'm guessing no. I'm totally same. Well, my guy is five guys, so. Oh, but I love we them. Go. Okay, well, I'm just saying my guy is stone cold nuts and will murder everyone and anyone unless we keep him bottled. You know, I can cold press like 20 tons. I've got no problem holding you back, bud. I'm going to cool. use one meta point to go one towards Tessa. All right, one meta point and moving one towards Tessa on the pilot scale. All right, Tessa has a little more say in this one now. Thank God. You'll be rolling uh, 2d10s on Tessa's sheet and 2d12 plus 2 if you want to use something off of Sarah's sheet. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's only plus 1. Oh, plus 1? Yeah. Uh, he would be that the authority. That's as bad as it gets. I was like, ooh. 2d12 plus 1 is as bad as it gets right now. All right, All right, we got the keys to the loading dock. Let's go before Wyatt starts turning back. All right, you move out of the kitchen area and into a bigger back storage area. Uh, someone has converted this into something else. There's a big slab of a table that's been wheeled back here, like a, like a medical table. And there's a set of implements next to it. The table and the implements are covered in blood and gore. And then there's a surgery, uh, like a, a privacy curtain hanging up in the back behind it that someone has wheeled in on a nice little ring set up. You can hear a low moaning coming from behind the privacy curtain. God, more people? <laughs> uh, mm. What kind of moaning is it? You know what? It's Crash. He has no idea. <laughs> yes. He has no idea. Um, does it sound like somebody's hurt hurt? Yes, it does. There's a privacy curtain? Can we see is there anybody standing behind there? No, there's blood and gore on the floor though. Open that curtain, there's gonna be no arms, no legs. It's gonna be one of the like they've been chopping just I'm I'm just I open the curtain. <laughs> Alright, you open the curtain. You just open them. Uh, uh this thing is shuffling into view it's dimly lit so it's hard to see it completely it's a combination of flesh and body parts stitched together torsos arms and legs uh several uh half agony twisted faces and places they shouldn't be legs at odd angles and as it shuffles towards you one of the uh, mouths that's not stitched shut moans out join Kill. us no it's like initiative you know, this is terrible I close the curtain. <laughs> initiative, everyone. <laughs> oh, initiative, are we? Well, fine. Oh, thank yes. God I'm Tessa. 
Oh, 16. 220s, yes? Or 120? No. 2D12. Initiative is always 2D12. Oh, sorry. Right. It's not a skill check. It's a, a, a same roll all the time. But because you're on the John Stone side, you'll use the John Stone initiative modifiers. 23. 23 for Crash. 24. 24 for John. There's John Stone. Tessa? 16. 16. And Wyatt? Uh, 20. 20. All right, now before we get into combat, uh, I hope you have all the spare character sheets for all the other avatars handy, because it's time for a meta meltdown. Meta meltdown. Oh boy. So get the spare character sheets ready, and let's see where they end up. We're gonna start with the uh, Michael character sheet, and the Michael character sheet is going to go to Tessa. Okay. All right, we're going to take the Benjamin character sheet. And the Benjamin character sheet is going to go to Wyatt. We're going to take ben the uh, Timothy. Okay. Yep, we're going to take the Timothy sheet and it is going to go to John Stone. Of course. I knew this. That's like And the Sarah Lockwood sheet goes, goes to, to Crash Jackson. Okie dokie. Nice, bro. We're just swapping. That's right. So we're in full avatar now? Uh, well, if you're already in full avatar, you're in full avatar. But if not, you're wherever. Your place on the slider doesn't change. Just the avatar you're in is temporarily changed. Oh, Okay. So if you were full pilot, you're still full pilot. And if you were full avatar, you're, you're just still in full a different avatar. spot in the room because you're in a different body. Okay. Okay. All right. So uh, Crash uh, is still first. So Crash will still oh. be going. Or, oh, no, sorry. John is first. My bad. John, in the body of Timothy, you are first. Okay. So I have Timothy's abilities, but I'm John in my head. Well, where are you full pilot or where are you at on, this, on the slider? I was full pilot. pilot. Yeah. All right, so uh, unless you use a meta point, Timothy's abilities are outside of your access point because you are full pilot. But you have three meta points, so if you want to use a point to go towards Avatar, you could and gain access to Timothy's abilities and personality. Oh, no, that's cool. So, <laughs> so I am fully John, but I'm just in Tim's body. Yes, you just moved oh. where you were in the room. Lovely. All right, very cool. Um, and I, I'm first, yeah? Yes. Boom. All right. This is, uh, what else is in this room? They, they, uh, we're, There's we're a variety of, like, storage bags and boxes and, like, containers for holding dry goods. There's also a, a wash basin on one side of the room and some kitchen equipment. Kitchen equipment? Yeah, like a, a meat grinder, a cleaver, uh, uh -huh. Some basic, like, tools for, like, a paring knife, a tenderizer, all kinds of things like that. Screw all that. Static charge, baby. Static charge? All right. Give me a shooting test for static charge. Um, shooting. All right. Bang. T uh, two eights, right? 
for yep you're still on 2d8 because you're full pilot and using john stone's shooting skill Wait a second. I think I just confused myself. Okay. Um, I do it all the time. It's okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Am I am I Benjamin? You are in Benjamin's body, but wherever you're at in the slider is the slider you're in. Yep. Good grief. Right. <laughs> just now reading the sheet? Yeah. <laughs> now, is he Benjamin or is he the last guy I was when I was in him? Well, are you, uh, where are you out on the slider? Are you full pilot still? Yeah. Yeah, he's full pilot, so uh, it would actually be Thomas as the personality that Benjamin is in right now, but you are full pilot, so that's not going to be relevant to you. Okay. Thank you. That except ma- except from, makes... uh, from a hit points. From a hit points and physical person standing. You're in that body. So uh, what, what was the uh, role there on the shooting test, Johnstone? Uh, beat it by 15. Beat it by 15. That is a critical hit. You unleash a massive amount of electricity into the body of this weird monstrosity, which twitches and spasms and some of the mouths spit blood. But it's still I I don't want to say remain standing because it's more shuffling and waddling and crawling across the floor. But if you could call it alive, it's still alive. Boom. That was my first attack. Second attack. Uh, second attack, I grab one of the cleavers and just uh, throw it full force at him. All right. Give me an athletics test on that one. Uh, beat that by 13. Also a critical hit. The cleaver shears one of these upstretched legs completely off. Blood is fountaining from the wound. Yeah. It is gorse, gross, grotesque nastiness. Uh, Crash Jackson, you are next. Okay, this metaverse need... sucks. <laughs> I, turn, I turn around and I say to the group, you know, like, this, this is beat. This place is the worst. Like living in a horror movie. Yeah, this, what is that thing even supposed to do to us? Absorb us? Probably. Ugh. Boom! (laughs) (laughs) Give me a fighting test, please, Crash Jackson. I mean, what is this horrible monstrosity's dodge bonus just out of curiosity? Zero. Yeah, because it's it's weird and gross. Ah, okay. It checks out. I'm pretty sure I've encountered it in a video game. Right? (laughs) Okay, I beat it by 11. Another critical hit, the third one in a row. You crush bones, and one of the torsos that stitch together completely caves in. The impact from it forces another fountain of blood out of one of these halfway stitched open mouths ripping the stitching open and sending teeth and gore and a little bit of like either intestine or lung sticking out of the mouth. Ugh. 
Yeah. Is this is this thing dead? Uh, it's hard to say if it was ever really alive, but it's still moving. Okay, well, while my arm is still in there, I'm just going to agitate the rest of the molecules in this thing with a final attack. <laughs> Give me a focus roll or power use, please. It's going to be messy, and I'm okay with that right now because this place sucks! My power usage is 16, so I almost beat it by, I beat it by 7. Beat it by 7. Beat it by it's 7. A, what is my... You're, you have a plus 7 bonus from uh, Patreon. I am very tempted just to blow this thing all to shit right now and use that bonus. I think I will. It is that time. Ba-boom. All right. You use it and inflict another critical hit, agitating the molecules to a point of extreme rapid activity. The entire uh, corpse monstrosity bursts, showering all of you in gore, blood, and bits of body parts. May but God be it's with you. Not there. Oh, I, uh, I will, and at the last second, I will remember to defriction my own body. <laughs> Just yours. It's a last-second reaction. So everyone except for... Uh, which body are you in? Uh, Sarah. Yeah, everyone except for Sarah's Lockwood is covered in gore and grime and body parts, intestines, and worse. Gross crash. <laughs> Dust won't even stick to me right now. <laughs> I hate you with every fiber of my being. Oh, yeah? Am I worse than this place? Wyatt, am I? And after no. a few seconds, things shift and you find yourself back in your avatar's bodies that we were in initially. Oh! Uh, Yay! Uh, <laughs> and now you are covered and dry. <laughs> Good timing. It smells like blood and poop. <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> This is somehow still worse. Please, please, hold me if I try to get murdery. That thing, whatever it was, after uh, it appeared, the uh, cook who had been following with you in the middle of the combat ran away absolutely terrified. You're not sure where he went to. Don't blame him. He went to a certain death off screen is where he went. What's next in this fun house of horrors? Hopefully, uh, in loading dock. There's a, there's a set of uh, big doors uh, uh, built onto a ramp. Beyond that this be mess of a corpse. For. Go through the doors. Uh, they are the locked. I use the key. You go through a couple of keys. While you're going through keys, you can, you you all start to smell gas from the kitchen in the air wafting through. Okay, nobody make any sparks. And then you get the doors open. Crash. And you can, uh, give me a notice checks. Where am I on this thing? Uh, you, I believe, uh, should be using 10s. Okay. And we're using 12s? Great. Uh, you are full pilot, so you're going to use 8s. I beat uh -huh. it by 2. Beat it by 2. I... 
beat it by 13. Oh, I beat it by by seven. Uh, all of you, for the most part, hear uh, someone speaking from in the kitchen. Why you get the, it absolutely clear, word for word. I know what I have to do, and then the sound of a striking match from in the kitchen. Uh, I want an, I want initiative on this. Yes, absolutely initiative. Let's see Everyone who can make it initiative? out the door before the place goes up. Twenty-two. All right. No, I mean, I want to act while he's speaking. Oh, okay. Well, I've got his... Uh, I guarantee my reaction time is better, so I'll roll, I'll roll off for you with it. Just what are you getting? What would you get? I know we oh, have 22 on Sarah. Well, slash Tessa. Yep. Tessa out of 22. Just, Excuse my 19. 19 oh, for John. Though. 10 and 7, 17, 27. 27. And what did you have there, Wyatt? Uh... 16. 16 and 27 for Crash. All right. Well, the I'm believing Tessa, John Stone, and Wyatt were leaping out the door to try and not get blown up was the message I got from them. Yes. Just clarifying before I, we get into the narration. Okay. That And then Crash, what is it you were doing? Uh, I, I am putting uh, that 40 points into speed. Excellent. To take extra actions, I'm going to convert them each, uh, each four, each ten points into an extra action. All right, you gain four. Oh wait, extra forty, action. but it's, it's eight points per extra action, so That's I gain five points. extra action. Yep. And I start moving them away from the building. All right. As all of you are moving to leap forward, crash rapidly. Somehow moves all of you one by one and gets away from the building like a, a speedster from a comic book or something. And then fire fountains out of the opening loading dock from an explosion in the kitchen as the building is ablaze. Now, Mark. Speed force? I'm sorry, I have to. A little bit. (laughs) And uh, getting out. uh... Yes. There you go. You know, if I would have had the presence of mind, I would have just stopped the explosion from happening. But that place sucks so bad. <laughs> uh, you're out in the courtyard, which surrounds this whole asylum facility. And you had expected for a moment maybe to be like blinded by sunlight since you've been indoors with no windows this whole time and just electrical lighting. And that's not simply not the case. I mean, though the sun is out, it is truly out it's blocked as though there's a full eclipse happening mm-hmm. except moments go by and it remains whatever's in no! front of the sun doesn't move <sighs> good news Forever everyone more? this whole world sucks blocking like the light there's, day but with there's, dead people there's the smell of smoke coming from far away and uh the light that you do see is uh, a, a distant city some of it on fire A whole city on fire? Can you make a mind roll, Tessa, to see if something registers in Sarah's uh, memory since you're still not full pilot and you have access to her memories at the moment? What do I roll? Tw- going to be roll. rolling against uh, eights against your mind score. Eights against my mind score. Okay. Rolled an eight. My mind is a nine. 
You are certain that that's New York City. So we're in New York, in another dimension. Or is this Earth? Does that mean we're in Bellevue? Are we in Earth? Yeah. But when are we in New York? 1994 in New York. Not real New York. Horror show New York. Are we on a movie set? Are we getting punked? I wish. Quiet. We're clearly getting punked. So (laughs) many to play with. Quiet. So little time. Uh Uh-oh. A voice calls out from behind you. Is it the director? There's something, it's hard to describe, sitting on the, the eve of the roof behind you on the building that's now fully ablaze. It's like made from glossy shadow or oil or something. It's it's really hard to describe it, like it's liquid made form. Uh, there's a twisted face with far too large of a smile on it. Run along, little two souls, run along. They're waiting for you. <laughs> Quiet. So he yep. knows what we are. Yeah, but Wyatt, does this re- What was that? Do you remember that Candyland place you went to? Yep. Is this in any way familiar, uh, experience-wise, as to that? but with more of a gothic horror bent as opposed to a children stuck in the woods kind of thing? Well, you know, there was an awful lot of gothic horror and children stuck in the woods to both of them. God! This dude just wants to kill people. Silly little wisps. You don't even know what you are. <laughs> Uh, okay, I, I don't know about him, but I want to kill his laugh. Well, we figured out what we got to do here. Now we just got to live long enough to do it. Oh, I'm no. Turn around and shoot the liquid thing. With what? Oh, with a sewing needle? Just kidding. <laughs> so, I, I just rolled the knowledge check on a 12... Yes. Uh, that was five. Wow. That is an exceptional knowledge check. Uh, What are you trying to figure out here, Wyatt? If this thing is alike to the beast uh, from before. You are fairly certain it is. Perhaps uh, a less well-developed one? Less well-developed to be killed? Okay, Crash. Uh, everyone, yes. This is absolutely something like that thing before. What What thing and before? That, I'm out of the loop. I wasn't there for it. I've only heard about it from uh, Maddox. <laughs> so, we went to a place outside the metaverse and came across a monster that hunted children. This is something along those lines, and all that means 
is we need to kill it. Which is easier said than done. It's like a metaversal parasite. It, it's a being that latches its own identity onto whatever universe it's inhabiting. And it creates chaos? Uh, well, this one looks like it just kind of creates nightmare fuel. Probably feeds off of fear, I would guess. Oh. That was what the last one did, though it was much more entrenched. Right. Kid fear is different than adult fear. I mean, this is just trying to scare everybody. Look, I mean, it put, put out the sky. <laughs> this place is to get, let people feel hopeless and then scared. And then more hopeless and then scared. So is this is this a nightmare? Whose nightmare? <laughs> it literally <laughs> doesn't matter. We have to kill this thing now. Given the clown people voice, uh, I would say definitely some white lady's nightmare. I don't well, like clown. Let's clowns, just name so. her Karen. Son of a bitch. Shut up. Can I shoot it? With uh, a static charge? Yeah. All right. Give me a shooting test. Um. What am I? I gotta keep asking. What am I rolling for this? Uh, you're on full pilot, so you should be rolling two d eight against right. your pilot's shooting score. Bang, bang. Uh, beat it by fourteen. You aim dead on for what should be like this, what you might call a, a dead center mass to this thing, and blast forth with electricity. And the oil seems to, like, slide open in a circle and let the blast through and then close back up. <laughs> About what I figured. Okay, oil, what? You set fire Ouch. to it? Wait a minute. Hurt. Why is oil. that funny? <laughs> Bad guys no, always laugh. Why is that funny? If you seek answers, you'll have to answer the right questions. <laughs> What are Why you did laughing you bring at? us here? Why is he laughing? I don't understand him. Why did you bring us here? I didn't bring anything. <laughs> Why is that funny? The bad guys always laugh, Crash. Don't you know this? No, they don't. That is Isn't everything check. funny? <laughs> Your mom's funny. <laughs> really? What? No, I, I can't take this thing seriously. I'm sorry. It had me until the laughing. I mean, hey. I was freaked out, but that doesn't make any sense. Thing in the air. Like what Loki. do you want? Hmm. I am eating. It's good. There's so much for all of my kin here. Um, your kin? Right? <laughs> Stop laughing. Wild. So what this is. is so this is wild, but uh, it's got what was uh, written in the air. Pardon? No, there's nothing written in the air. The sun is just blocked out as though from an eclipse that isn't moving. Okay. Um. So I'm going to try to use my watch. To negate that hit. 
and see what's in the air. Uh, what hit? No, no one got hit with anything. That's totally fine. Um, I'll, I'll still use it. That didn't work. All right, monster guy. Whatever your name is. Chuckles. <laughs> Chuckles. <laughs> yeah, it's a, that's actually it's appropriate to laugh at that time. That made sense. I said something that was somewhat clever. Laughing is appropriate. Good job, Chuckles. You did something right. But you've also done something wrong. You see, because if everybody here in this world is like this, then I have no reason to keep this world off and just making this whole place scorched earth. So you better pray when I go out and look that there's something to salvage. Because otherwise you're going to be eating nothing for a very <laughs> long time. There's so much more to eat. You can eat my husband. His name's Franklin. <laughs> no, there's only so much to eat because I'm letting there be enough to eat right now. <laughs> if this place is unsalvageable, I'm going to turn this place into dust. You can guarantee that. Look and see. Look and see. <laughs> no, you look and see. Uh, invest what can I do? Everyone, I want to thank you all for joining us for another episode of Masters of the Metaverse. That's all the time we have for today's episode. I'm really glad you all tuned in tonight and joined us. Join this same cast as we come back next week for further adventures and to see if maybe Crash can find something worth salvaging. We love you guys. Make sure you check out ZoeCon happening next weekend. Register. Check out. There, there's going to be a schedule of events coming out soon. You might even be able to see some familiar faces there. Uh, everyone be safe. Take care of each other. Look out for each other. Uh, I love you all, and I'll see you next time. Masters of the Metaverse, Masters, Masters of the Metaverse.